The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Jesus went to the district of Tyre. He entered a house and wanted no one to know about it, but he could not escape notice. Soon a woman whose daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. She came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to drive the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied and said to him, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's scraps. Then he said to her, For saying this, you may go. The demon has gone out of your daughter. When the woman went home, she found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. The Gospel of the Lord. The Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a suitable partner for him. Well, that's a little bit of an awkward reading to preach in a celibate seminary. So let's look instead at the beginning of the collect that Father Al prayed just a few moments ago as we began our prayer this morning. Grant us, O merciful God, protection in our weakness, that we who keep the memorial of the Immaculate Mother of God may, with the help of her intercession, rise up from our iniquities. May, with the help of her intercession, rise up from our iniquities. The intercession of the Blessed Mother of God is a powerful thing. Anyone who has been in seminary longs enough knows that. We turn to Mary multiple times a day. We even give our Heavenly Mother a kiss goodnight at the end of Compline. Mary plays an important role in the life of the Christian and especially in the life of a priest because Mary ultimately, always, points to her son. She's the one who intercedes on our behalf and helps us to draw closer to him. Today's memorial of Our Lady of Lourdes helps to show us that what Mary asks of her son, he usually grants, if not in this life, then in the next. In fact, if we didn't have our practice here of keeping the Lectio Continuo, the readings of the week, instead of the option for the memorial, we would hear the story of the wedding at Cana. We would see the powerful intercession of Mary as the wine ran out and the partygoers sobered up. However, today's opening collect for this Marian memorial speaks louder to me than our readings. And I can't help when hearing it but think about my great-aunt Carol. Aunt Carol lived in a suburb outside of Chicago for the entirety of my life. She was my grandmother's only biological sister, and I really have only three memories of her. The first was as a child when I had lunch with her at a truck stop where we met to pick up my great-grandmother. The second was at the family dinner on the evening of the same great-grandmother's funeral visitation when, for some reason, she was the first person that the young fifth-grader me confided in besides my pastor that I was thinking of a vocation. The third memory, though, is my favorite. It was a few days after Christmas six years ago. Aunt Carol was bedridden. 
She lay struggling to breathe and dying in the hospital. I had driven my grandmother up to visit her sister one last time before she passed so that the two sisters could say goodbye. Our seminary scola that year had produced a CD of hymns to the Blessed Mother, and my grandma had brought one along to give to Aunt Carol. As Aunt Carol's eyes caught the face of Our Lady on the front of the CD album, she began to cry. And after a few moments had passed, she began to speak and make a deep profession of trust and thanks to the Mother of God. Aunt Carol said, Without her, I don't know what I would do. Without Mary helping me and giving me strength, I don't know how I could do this and be able to embrace it. Watching this frail woman gasping for breath on her deathbed speak of the power of the intercession of the Virgin Mother of God was powerful. The courage and grace in encountering her death that Mary brought to Aunt Carol was powerful. And I often wonder, as Christ walked the road to Calvary, if he didn't also draw strength knowing that his mother walked that path with him as well. I wonder, as he hung upon the tree, if the sorrowful gaze of his mother calmed him. Aunt Carol flipped the album over and began to look at the list of hymns we had recorded. As her eyes reached Immaculate Mary, the hymn written for pilgrims to the shrine in France of Our Lady of Lourdes, she began to sing the first verse, gasping, crying, and somehow smiling. Immaculate Mary, your praises we sing. You reign now in heaven with Jesus our King. Ave, Ave, Ave Maria. Ave, Ave Maria. Maria, Mary, the woman dressed in white, wearing a blue belt with two yellow roses upon her feet, revealed herself to Bernadette at Lourdes as the Immaculate Conception. Through the course of her apparitions, Mary did not promise to make Bernadette happy in this world, but rather in the next. Similarly, my Aunt Carol's faith helped her to encounter her death and be strengthened for it as she trusted that Mary would continue to lead her to her son. Aunt Carol trusted that Mary would help her to embrace her death and the pain of her condition in these final moments of her life so that she might experience the joy of her Savior in the life to come. Grant us, O merciful God, protection in our weakness that we who keep the memorial of the Immaculate Mother of God may, with the help of her intercession, rise up from our iniquities. Our liturgy this morning reminds us of the power of the intercession of the Immaculate One in conquering sin. Perhaps as we prepare in these next six days for the coming Lent, we can ask our Blessed Mother to intercede for us as well. We can invite her to walk with us on our journey to Calvary and to bring us healing. In our coming mortifications, our penitential practices, our moments to embrace our death and die a little more to our selfish iniquities, perhaps we, like Aunt Carol, can invoke Mary's immaculate and blessed name, and through Mary's powerful intercession, sing with her the praises of the Lord in this life 
so that one day we may live forever in heaven with Jesus our King.